GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode. Or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine. Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, it's Malls. Thanks so much for listening to Please Advise. Just a quick message before the show. Don't forget to subscribe in iTunes. It's super helpful for us and super helpful for you. You can also call 323-450-7408 to get your calls on the show. Again, 323-450-7408. Or email askpleaseadvise at gmail.com with your voice notes or emails. Thanks so much. Hey guys, it's episode 161 of Please Advise. I'm going to warn you all in advance. I mean, it's been pretty obvious that like I've been sick for like two months now, but I want to uh, tell you something else. I'm really fucking sick. I have a sinus infection. I didn't know. Self-diagnosed. No, it's a sinus oh, infection. It, it, yeah, okay. yeah, it's bad. And like, by the way, so I was supposed to do Worst Ever podcast, which Allah, who came on here, co-hosts with Christine Lakin. And it's great podcast. Stephen Ray Morris is their engineer. So it's all tied into the fam. And I was going to do their podcast last Sunday. And I woke up and I was like, this isn't a fucking joke. Like, this is not a game. I can go and do this. But I feel like someone drove a wood stake through my mouth. That's the only way to describe it. It literally feels like the roof of my mouth. People are like, is it your teeth? I'm like, no, it's the roof of my mouth. Because a lot of people, I didn't realize it manifests all over your body. Like, you get headaches. It can be really bad earaches, which my ears have been popping. That makes sense. It's like Chicago. It's been really bad. Um, and then I uh, I was like, I texted a lot and I was like, listen, dude, like Christina's a kid. It's Sunday. Like, is this the worst day possible to reschedule? Because if so, like I will be there. But I have this thing and I think it's a sinus infection. I feel really fucking sick. And um he was like, I'll see. He's like, but she's filming Hollywood Darlings this week with my sister Jody Sweeten. And uh, he's like, she's going to be like really busy. Turns out she was in urgent care with a sinus infection. Oh. So that if my cleaning lady Martha shows up this week, I'm like, Martha, girl, I'm dying. And she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I, have, I think I have a sinus infection. She's like, that's why I didn't come last week. Sinus infection. I have talked to like probably 20 people this week who have sinus infections. I've never had one in my life. Spent most of my life being really insensitive to like the whole allergies world. Like I'm like, that's really sad for you that like you have allergies. Like that's, that sucks. Like I guess like go blow your nose. Like what what can I do for you? I didn't realize that it's the most fucking intense pain. I talked to my friend Karen in New York. She's a nurse and she was the one who. Sorry, that was a really dramatic wags yawn. Um, talked to my friend Karen in New York because I had posted like all the sinus medication I got. And I was like, let's do this because I'm about to go on an 11 hour flight in 12 days to Japan. So um, and apparently 
there's nothing worse than your sinuses being fucked up on a plane. Yeah, no, that's because it's basically a desert, Perforate and so like, your yeah, that yeah. dryness is going to really like really fuck looking with your forward sinuses. to eleven and a half hours on a plane. That might have been what done it for you the first time was the plane ride back from Chicago, or just taking which that, was also that just like ride. a fucking emotional nightmare too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, <laughs> I stress does really bad things to your body. Oh yeah, no, it's like. But by, by the way, like I never believed in science. Like I mean, I did, uh, but like I didn't understand science. Like, I didn't understand energy in my body. I didn't understand that. Like when I was depressed and my whole body hurt, like that was linked. I never understood any of this shit. I'm very like Irish Catholic and out of tune with my body. So I want to say a public <laughs> apology to Wags is crying. I want to say a public apology to everyone in my life I've ever met who has allergies when I didn't really really get very compassionate and like on the floor and hold your hands about it like I feel bad because it's the worst pain I've ever felt in my life as I was saying my friend Karen reached out to me she's a nurse and she's like I saw your sinus medication she's like you're gonna OD on acetaminophen and I was like well there's worse ways to go and she's like no 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 <laughs> she's like no 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 she's like I have had sinus infections my whole life I actually had a surgery last year she's like it is really bad and I was like is it worse than childbirth? And she's like, honestly, I would say yes. And I was like, I knew it. Because I was thinking, like, why would you do, why would you put yourself in pain like this for a stupid child that's so expensive? <laughs> They're so expensive. It's boring. And it's really long. I know you're a new aunt for the second time. Yes. But I really. She has so much hair. I wouldn't trade this the for baby, a child. Not my I wouldn't. I yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um and kids get sick all the time. That's our Once you have Johnson. a damn kid, you're sick a hundred percent all the time because oh, they're yeah. sick. So if you ain't being sick, close up that puss. Yeah. Don't have a kid. Because <laughs> you will be sick. Just I'm telling you, the kid my sister's always sick and the kids are sick and everybody's sick. I hate being sick. I'm with you, Malls. I'm glad Hello, you chimed in, you guys. It's I Jackie Johnson. I was going to wait to introduce you, but I'm glad you're like number one friend of the pod. So I'm really glad you're here for this. But point is, is that I knew when I was experiencing this, I was like, there's no way that giving birth hurts worse than this. There's no fucking way. There's a former coworker I follow on, on Facebook and her status updates every once in a while are like this kid this of my three kids has the stomach flu Ugh. i'm just waiting for it to go throughout the Ugh. whole house like a stomach flu situation no. like oh no it's three terrible. three kids and the husband you're probably gonna get a stomach flu that's just like vomiting for a week that happened to my family i'm following the crawfords that are a family of uh eight um kids ages two to 15 um that are hiking the appalachian trail together right now uh, the whole family got fucking norovirus and they had like a little a zero day they call it which is just like no hiking you just fucking chill and like do whatever you have to take one like every seven days or you fall apart they had to take two zero days in a row unplanned in a cabin everything in the cabin looks like literally like mdf like uh medium density fiberboard just like that shitty stuff um that they use to like make like children's forts out of the house looks like it's made of that there's eight of them in this house shitting their brains how many out. bathrooms one. Oh my god there was like one toilet there was like trash cans the kids were like kids were puking and shitting in trash cans <laughs> there's like they had to like call the owners out in the middle of a snowstorm to come get the towels and like the 
It was disgust. It was disgusting. That is my worst nightmare on the short- Appalachian Trail. <laughs> short of being on a on a cruise with the norovirus, yeah. And that's like my worst nightmare. I'm it's sorry. I'm highly, just I'm like lost words. It's highly, highly, uh, it's highly uh, contagious. But okay, so we we have to do some YouTube housekeeping, which is why I was initially going to wait to introduce Jackie and then bring in our a piece that just happened this morning, but. Christina, Jackie, maybe you remember as well. Do you, remember you can it? do my intro if you want. I'll just say it. Okay. I, I I, I'm going to, but I'm going to include you in this. So do you remember a little segment we would do on this show called Gross Sodas? Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm hesitant to say this because I'm sure the fans of this person that I'm about to mention, these people I'm about to mention are ravenous and will fucking rip us limb from limb. But I got to I gotta talk. Okay. I started to get really into YouTube recently. I feel like it's important for me to understand the landscape. It's a whole like fresh crop of characters, lots of different lifestyles to learn about. So I started to watch like some some bigger ones that I heard through like podcasts and stuff. And there's this guy and his wife, Ethan and Ela. They have a website called or a channel called H3H3 Productions. They're fucking huge. Like their number one video has like 50 million hits. It's called Vape Nation. But they also have like an offshoot of their channel that's just the two of them talking, right? So I'm clicking through. All of a sudden I see six million views on one video. What's it called? The Gross Soda Challenge. What are they drinking? Lester's Fixins, our home team soda. So if you guys have not gone back and started at the beginning of this pod, which I don't recommend you do, um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it was this thing that we used to do here. Where we were like trying our, you know, cutting our teeth on some new segments. And I discovered these really fucking disgusting looking sodas at BevMo. They were like Buffalo Wing Ranch, I think, was notable for everyone's sweet corn was oddly one of the fucking worst for something that should have been a slam dunk. Um, it was absolutely disgusting. Buffalo wing was the worst. Buffalo That's wings is really disgusting. bad. Yeah, it was called gross. So it was like not they were gross sodas. Um, so and look, someone else did very well with it. And we would blindside like our guests with this. Yeah, we wouldn't tell like, them ahead of time that they're drinking this. And they would do it. It's not like we were forcing them, but they would just go along with it. Like, I mean, well, I'm curious. Color me intrigued. I'll take a sip. Welcome to Gross Sodas, baby. <laughs> well, I would. Act, I was thinking, actually, thank God we never did that to Jackie. Because like, as a vegan, like no. even though there's no actual dairy in the ranch soda. Oh, God. I mean, I'm bumping on that as an individual who is just merely avoiding dairy right now. I mean, I love ranch, though. Uh. You do. I mean, I there's used vegan to, ranch, right? I used to when I'd go, I'd go to Chili's and I'd get like the tortilla chips oh. and I'd get a side of ranch and I'd dip my chips in it. I'm a blue cheese girl. I with ranch. Southern people, we love ranch. They love <laughs> oh y'all, y'all. Love ranch. A side of ranch, y'all. Yeah, you love yeah, your ranch. I love a good ranch. Um, and this was back in 2014. So I look at their date because I'm like, you know what? I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to jump to conclusions. It's exactly what I'm here to do. Um, I. I'm like, I'm going to look up the date that they started. 2016, their Gross Sodas video came out. So I'm not saying they know about our little podcast, but I'm going to say, are the sodas gross? Yes. Gross sodas? That's us. Us, we're gross sodas. Okay, that's... Who else would come up with gross sodas? Plagiarism is rampant among artists. <laughs> to be I fair, say? I have to say though, they're they're living large off this shit. We don't come off a Goog search. I just did it. 
Like we don't come up and like when you search. I'm gross saying sodas. they love our. I'm saying that they secretly love our podcast and have been ripping <laughs> our ideas. That's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I'm somewhat of an internet legend myself. By the way, I'm completely fucking kidding. Like this is the but worst. She's sort of, but you are. This is no, but this is the worst no, part of it. Because you know I that people on the internet are gonna take your. I also have literal fucking idiot shivers just like thinking about what could happen to us as a result of me even saying this. I'm too. I'm tempted to not talk about it at all, but you know I can't help myself. Like. Gross sodas. That's us. We're gross sodas. We're gross sodas. Christina, we're gross sodas. Like, (laughs) it is what it is. I'm having a tough time with it. I was really shocked when I saw that. Kind of let it go. But then today, I I remembered it because I wanted to talk about something else. Now, I'm going to introduce our guest. We have a shared fascination. You guys, everyone knows at this point. Does Wax hate me? No. He's been going ham since I got here, He's always... He's always... I mean, you've he's always been like struck this. a nerve with him. I'm not gonna he's been like this that. with me all morning, too. So but you'd it. think I've known him for like nine years. We, I think it's because you're tall. I, Should I start to <laughs> crouch when I enter your home? I've spent days upon days, like weeks with him, and he still barks Same. at me when I come I in used the door. to watch him. He barks him. at me. He barks at me. Like, this is not, he's just vocal. I don't know what it is. Jess Rona told me the other day that, like, him wagging his tail does not mean he's happy, which I always assumed was like, well, you're fucking happy, dude. Like, yeah. why are you? Why are you yelling? What did she say it was. She said it can mean a lot of things. She didn't elaborate from there, but now I like know the truth. They're also not kissing you when they like like your face. Yeah, just so you know they're trying they're, to eat. They're not kissing you. They're trying to eat your face. No, they don't though. No, but they're trying. They're trying to, to just get flavor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they just want your flavor crumbs. They're looking for some flav. Yeah. But like, if you get that cats, face flave. if you die in your apartment alone, <laughs> they'll eat you. Dogs won't. They'll just I know. Dog you. cats eat you. Cats will eat your you. eyes. They love us. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Cats are sadistic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's one. Of, it's not the reason why I don't have one. The reason I don't have one is because it would be eating like a fucking to- like Tostito within an hour of being at this house. Do you think maybe this house gave you allergies? Like being up here in the beautiful Glendale Mountains. Well. It started. I see before, many bees buzzing out your window. Lots of little creatures are out it there. It started before then, but I'm telling you, like this, absolutely. It was funny because, like, for a while, like, if I ever said, like, I just moved up to this house and it has like so much greenery, I swear to God, I think people thought I was being like, I have a house, and I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I live in a fucking hobbit hole. Like, I literally live very natural. It like this is where fucking hobbits live. Yeah. Like, look up there. It's I see. Bilmo Baggins just chilling. It out is there. like What's literally, yeah, exactly. Bilbo, that's close. It, I fell asleep during those movies. They're too damn long. Too long. Too I long. like literally wake up and Sean Astin's almost dying at the end. I'm like, no, save Mikey from Goonies. This is too much. But I found out a bobcat was living behind my water feature. I had the city coming. That's here. what happened because I saw that. Bo- I saw a bobcat like come down the alleyway, like <gasps> right in front of me. Well, so scary. He, the one who lived they behind the water wags. feature is gone. Well, yeah, no shit. He never goes outside without me. Like, I'm literally, like, on him when we're, we're outside. Like, I'm on him. Oh, no. No way. Like, sometimes I'll go down to the mailbox and he'll want to poke his head around the corner. I'm like, get the fuck back in the house. Am I going to get eaten or by a, loun- a mountain lion walking back to my car? No. <laughs> They're not so that fuck. hungry. Look how lush the- <laughs> not that hungry. I-, I look at how lush the mountain side is. Jackie Johnson was killed. By oh a mountain lion at my You're very, Na- very lean, Jackie. Natch- it's not a... Post of Natch Butte, Jackie Johnson taken down by mountain lion at Glendale. 
No, so it was living in the water feature. Was something else. So I had the city come in because something that's really fun about owning a house that I never realized is they like literally the insurance company just fucking knocks on your door one day, and they're like, "Hi, we're the insurance company. We need to like look at your house." And I'm like, "Okay," and like I just you know I don't know like I just let people do shit like that. What do I know? Did you check for like identification or something? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I just wanted to be alone. So I was like, get it over with. So he does the perimeter. He like whatever. So then like a day later, I get an email saying that I have to clear all this brush because it's a fire hazard. And so I'm like, makes sense. So I have to apparently have the city come in because like Glendale has this program where they take like youths that like need jobs and they basically... Have them come up to your yard. So and, now like, you're going to have a bunch of youths up in your yard? They already came. This is crazy. They already came. The youths came and left. So the guy who orchestrates the youths, he's been coming up here for 40 fucking years. The youths? Yeah. yeah. He's the only person that I have met. There's no history of what this house looks like internally anywhere. Anywhere. Like, usually there's like a... a some sort of like architectural plan or something on the city records. I have nothing for this house. So, but the, the land itself is like very well tracked. So he comes up here and he's like, Oh, I, I know this property very well. Like he met the owner of this house that I never even met. So he said that like the history of this house, he gave me a bunch of facts, which information, but then he said, did you know that a bobcat was living behind your water feature for like 15 years? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, yeah, they got it out of here like before they sold the house. But like you had a like a basically a bobcat den like right there. And they don't fuck like apparently I poison oak too. They don't fuck with poison oak. They don't let the kids play with the poison oak. But I have to bring in a whole different like specialist for that. Point is. Um, really into YouTube. This is a host of Natch Butte, you guys. Jackie Johnson, friend of the pod. Just you guys know who Jackie Johnson is. So. Jackie, the other day I tweeted about Trisha Paytas's Poshmark. Mm-hmm. You love Trisha Paytas as well. I mean, I don't know who that is off the top of my head. Why did you? You wrote like same. You wrote back to me. I was like, I want to buy your Poshmark. You were like same. I hate to be a downer, but I have no idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so Trisha Paytas is this YouTuber that she's famous for her mukbangs. She was actually on... Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this year because Lisa Renna's kids are obsessed with her. She wasn't actually on it. It was like Lisa Renna's kids were showing everyone at the table this YouTuber. She's like a buxom blonde who is like larger than life in every way. She's a pink G-Wagon. You would actually love her. Yeah, so of course I would. She is has like kind of hist- she's like on some sort of level of hysteria. I don't really know what it is, but she's seems like an unmedicated bipolar like a really extreme example of it and she's dating this new guy and he's like he's an old ass man he's like 45 and the only reason why i call him an old ass man um is because he hangs out with like 20 year old viners like that's how he makes his living is he now youtubes with all these viners he left his wife like to, to do youtube okay Literally, imagine your husband leaving you You're to do YouTube. Deep on this YouTube poll. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, but this is actually like for people who like watch the scene or whatever they know. So, I wake up really early today. I am in so much fucking pain. I'm finally going to go to the doctor for real today after this podcast because I can't handle it anymore. And I'm also getting like, I took a bunch of my cleaning ladies' antibiotics. <laughs> 
You guys don't know I have a severe. This is like I sound like Trisha Paytas now, but like way worse. Um, I have a really, I have really bad white coat syndrome. It means that like anytime someone there's a dentist, a doctor, whatever, I fucking want to die. Like it's my biggest fear. I when I had a second degree bird on my face, I was hesitant about going to the doctor. I remember. So I was like, oh, I'll rough it. And like, everyone's like, it's your face. Like, I was like, ah. uh, people were like, you're probably going to need plastic surgery. And I was like, no, I'll be fine. Sure enough. Can you see a burn on my face? No, no, no. You can't. It, it, I mean, I went to the doctor, but it like, it was, it was a journey. So my cleaning lady had her leftover antibiotics from her sinus infection. She brought it to me. And then I, I've been taking that. I ran out of them yesterday. Woke up this morning. Again, feel like a nail is going through the roof of my mouth. So I decide to like this morning, take a shit ton of um, Advil and just go back to bed. And I like passed out from pain, which is exciting. I forgot I forgot you could do that. It's been since the birth that I really just truly passed out out of pain. Oh, gosh. So while I'm sleeping, these YouTube videos are playing and Trish and her boyfriend fight a lot like there's a lot of squabbling it's not like yelling arguments but it's like but you said this but you said this and she doesn't do she doesn't edit her videos at all so it'll literally be a half an hour period of time with like couple bickering and it's very obvious that they're not going to go the distance but like she is 100% in this and he's like kind of a pushover but like fuck him sort of like he quit his life to do vine so um they're fighting and I'm in my dream, but their fight is in my, it's like my audio. And I'm trying to say to them, I'm like, I know the solution. Like, stop fighting. I know the solution. And I'm trying to talk, but nothing is coming out of my mouth. And I'm trying at this point to now physically talk. I could feel it in my chest. I'm trying to find the words, but I couldn't make any noise and I woke up finally like I woke myself up and I just yelled at my computer I know the solution and like that was how I woke up this morning because I'm so in deep with this couple I'm so in deep with all of this uh, everything about this this 45 year old man that hangs out with the 20 year olds this buxom blonde who like she does eating shows and cries alone at her apartment I'm obsessed with her I'm obsessed with this whole thing she get views Dude, she's like one of the biggest YouTubers. She's been on the platform for eleven years. She has like I think you know what my goals are subscribers. That woman who smushes her face into bread. Okay, just like having a pointless moment like that and getting all the views. How many subscribers does she have? Uh, let me check. But um, I hate those kind of dreams where your like vocal cords are paralyzed and like the words aren't coming out because like that is. That happens in real life, too, when you're upset, right? And you're just like, I cannot even form sense. That's like, why I started to get you, afraid because I thought I thought it was real life. Oh like, gosh. I'm laying there being like, did I lose my voice? And I'm kind of thinking in the back of my head, like, this is really bad. Like, you have to do four hours of podcasting today. Have you ever had dreams like that, Jackie? I mean, daily. Really? Yeah. You can't use your voice? I feel like, yeah. There's this one time I was having a dream and I and Adam, I woke him up because I go, tell Chooch I'm not afraid. Tell Chooch I'm not afraid. Like I in the dream, I was saying that, and I couldn't say I was pushing it, and it wasn't coming out. And I guess I finally pushed so hard that I 
really said yeah, it. Yeah, that's I, exactly what happened. Yeah. Yes. Oh my and, god. And and Adam was like, "What were you dreaming about?" I don't remember, but I think oh. I was being like burned at the stake, and I wanted to tell Chooch that I wasn't afraid. Oh my god. Chooch is my dog, by the way, for people who don't know. I don't know. It's very odd, and that's Adam makes sad. fun of me a lot for that. Yeah, it's okay. You just I your last thought as you yeah. were dying was to make sure your dog knew yeah. that you were okay. It's very dark. No, that's Molly so relates. deep and lovingly. We're very, very obsessed with our dogs. And like, I'm also to a, a criminal degree. lucid dreamer. So like I, I'm a lucid dreamer too. Yeah. And by the way, like I don't know what that's not like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't understand what it would be like to be passive in your dream. Like I really am like if I move a block in my dream, I feel myself moving the block. Yeah. Like, it's have real- you ever peed in your dream and then you yep. really peed? That used yeah. to happen when I was little. No. Yeah. But I, I had a pee dream. <laughs> I think I was like 16 the last time I was going to say, when, how recent was this? The it last was time like, yeah, 16. I pissed myself in fifth grade for the last time. It was a very triumphant day. I remember I was like, that's the last time I'm ever going to do that. And it was. Oh, good. But I pissed in my dream last night. You did. And it was a lot of piss. I meant to Google it and see like dream analysis. Life? No, uh, but that's why in my dream, Christina even looked that up. I couldn't even turn it off. And I was like, did I really, am I really pissing right now? Because yeah. it was like a waterfall of piss. <laughs> Like a yellow what a boring dream. Oh no, I was in the middle of a lesbian love. Oh my god! Yeah, I was in the middle of like a, a like basically more. we embraced and then we start like making out and then all of a sudden I'm pissing. Did and you I would, know this person? No, it was it was somebody that was I think I know in real life, but they were a different per- visual person in the dream. Okay, and we were in a yoga class. It was a whole thing. She basically she that is such a basic she got her, lesbian. No, she got her tits out, and I remember looking over and going, "Wow, her tits look good." <laughs> then later we like saw each other, and I was like, "I think we're gonna hook up." So then we started to make out and embrace, and then I ruined it by pissing, and I was like, "I'm so sorry. This is this so is embarrassing." Than like regular piss dream. No, it was the piss means something. Look it up. <laughs> The piss means something. Look it up. Christina, because look, I was like, this is an Christina, allegory for my anxiety or like this yeah. is something. But I want to get back to the lesbian aspect. Well, but it. then she was like, I, w- I was like, of course, if you start making out with somebody and you piss all over them, they're going to be like, uh, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. But I was like, hey. She was that kind? She was because women are kind. Yeah, they are. So I they think really we got are. a shower. Women are so much more but understanding. I don't think we ever finished going. Maybe I mean, that's the desire to get Am I gay? Uh, <laughs> probably not. Um, Maybe bye. It could mean a lot of things. Um, I don't yeah. think anyone's like. I think very few people are like a hundred percent straight. Yeah. Uh, I think I am. <laughs> this is how I know I would not be. Uh, I didn't this know. This is how I know that sports. I could never be like a slam dunk lesbian in like a relationship or anything. Is that I? I think if you I saw boobs, I wouldn't have any fucking idea what to do with them. <laughs> I would be like, okay. I mean, I feel like I would just from like my own knowing what I like, you know. Oh, I just be. I just wouldn't think to touch them yeah like i'd just be like oh, okay like i guess like yeah i don't know i think i'd just be like oh we both have more skin it's like too much anyway all i know is i'm going there and <laughs> was that your first time dreaming about yeah yeah wow what an honor to have you here i today. know i <laughs> didn't think odds? it would come up to be honest i was gonna keep it to myself but here it is going out into the world you know the dine is happening this weekend in palm springs <laughs> Maybe I should drive over. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it. How do you think Adam would take that? Do you think he'd be intrigued? I think he would be intrigued. <laughs> Definitely. Who wouldn't? Y'all are both intrigued, aren't you? Wags is like I mean, I have no he loves being it. intrigued. Wags had a real turnaround in you ever he since. Sure I did. love anyone that has a queer moment. I mean, wow. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know. Don't gay bash Jackie. Wags. I read a lot of uh I you know. 
Today is Trans Awareness Day, by the way. Yeah. Did you guys know? So urinating in dreams is a common occurrence categorized by dreams of peeing and going to the bathroom to urinate. You feel that satisfaction of the release, but you found out that this did not happen and you normally already wet the bed when you wake up. See, I didn't piss myself. Well, here's the thing. I have bathroom anxiety dreams constantly where I can't I have to pee and I can't find a toilet. That's like my number one recurring dream. Or I find a toilet and it's covered in shit. Oh, no. It's anxiety. My sister has them, too. Really? Yeah. And it's like, or, or the only toilet is in the middle of a room with people everywhere. Oh. Like people God. watching. Like prison. You, oh, it's, it's for privacy. It's uh it's your need for privacy. You're feeling trapped. Oh. You're feeling like you don't have any time to yourself. That's what that means. I, that's like, I would just pray to God that if I ever got put into a prison situation that I, my body would just shut down. Yeah. I feel like in that situation, you just buckle up. Yeah. You just let it go. We're I've very seen 60 you know, days in. Like they shit with the yeah, door open. They like sure they, do. I mean, because there's no door. Imagine me <laughs> with my problems. I just like I'm going down some really weird dream. I wouldn't be able to ration my toilet paper. I would say even the diet in there is. So oh, I wouldn't bad be able that, to like, eat. You just would not survive. Yeah, I would have to eat like their sloppy joes and shit. I mean, I'd starve if I didn't. Yeah, you'd have to be a cop. I would girl. die because of how cold it is. I think you can be vegan or something. You can if you go in and you oh. say like I have a dietary oh. restriction. I know that they do like. On Orange is the New Black, all those people like converted to Judaism so they could have the right, kosher the meals. Right, the good meals, yeah. yeah. To be urinating in a dream suggests that you are releasing built-up emotions or you lack control in some aspect of your waking life. Oh, wow. So weird that what happened during your lesbian experience, Jack. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's going on with that? <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> Wait, so what does that mean? So are you Christina Carr pulling out to Palm Springs later? I mean... <laughs> Listen, maybe you guys want to split be on the lookout for a Twitter release <laughs> soon. I don't know. Yeah, I think today's maybe the day I to am gay. Who knows? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't think you have to be even full gay. Right. <laughs> I don't think you have to go full gay. Yeah, that's the good news. Yeah, yeah. Not... You don't have to be all the way to be into yeah. yeah. all the way gay. I, listen, maybe I am. I'm not. It's 2018. You what know, is gender? Sorry, Adam. <laughs> yeah, you do kind of look like this is um, a companionship. A lesbian? No, like, I was gonna say Emma Stone in the the tennis movie. Middle of the sexes. Yeah, I've been getting told With I look like glasses. her more and more lately. Me too. For some reason, no one ever tells me I look like a celebrity ever. I get Emma Stone all the time. My my hairdresser told me she was distracted during La La Land because she kept thinking it was me. Wow, wild, right? Yeah, that's insane. but then even this. This woman texted me, this woman that I haven't talked spoken to in two years texted me a picture of Emma Stone at the Oscars. It was like, I always think this is you. And I'm wow, like, I'm going to do a side by side to myself. I later. do not think I look like Emma Stone at all. I also don't think I look like Jennifer Lawrence. Who is Emma I don't look like anybody. I don't look like anyone. It's great. It's a real, it's a real. Uh, I was in an elevator with Emma Stone win. once because people used to always say we look like each other. And we were in the elevator together and I looked over at her and I, I should have said, you know, people say I look like you. Yeah. But I didn't because I was trying to be cool. I was in my 20s. I feel like now I would have done I it. I feel you look more like Nisha. It's just because I have a deep voice and I have red hair. That's literally oh, the only difference. Yeah, She's very, true. very pale. She does have a very creamy mall skin. Yeah. I and then big, giant, like, like creature blue eyes, like a little yeah. cute baby furry creature. Yeah, she's, she's cute. She's, she's like five feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't have anything that specifically referenced like you urinating on someone, but they mm-hmm. do have something if it if someone is urinating on you. Well, that's not what happened. This woman's yeah. pussy was 
tight. Y'all were naked, <laughs> Jackie. I don't know. You were. Na- you were I naked. think we were. Yeah, I think we were. I also have a terrible memory. So I, I wake up from a dream, and if I don't immediately Christine like write it down, this. it's I gone. Am, sorry. Listen, I'm. I was very thrown by it, but uh, during the moment, I remember I was like, "Okay, let's see where this goes, baby." Because well, I, I have sex dreams about men all the time. Yeah. You do? All the time. Yeah. yeah. Not all the time, but. I rarely, rarely do. Rarely. That doesn't surprise me because you're also rarely attracted to men. Or anyone. Like, yeah. Literally one out of 1,000. Yeah. Definitely. I have probably like, I'd say once a month, like a graphic sex dream. Graphic? Like, like fetishy? No, like, I, like, I got my. But you're <laughs> fucking. I got my pussy in hot tub. <laughs> She goes there by somebody I know. By somebody I know. What more? Could and they're you not ask like for? they're not, not like your a, husband. Not my husband. No, of course <gasps> I don't dream about fucking Adam. I fuck Adam every day. I don't need to dream about that. It's real. I'm talking about like this is a person who like I know for like eight years. Yeah, for seven years. <laughs> it's like somebody that I know but not well, and I think it's all from Instagram. Like we go to bed and we look at the phone and we close our eyes, and then the people make cameos. Shit that we saw makes cameos. I don't know. I couldn't have less of that. And I used to dream about fucking John Mayer in high school and I was a virgin. Like major fucking. Oh, I have a present for you then. I'll <gasps> see if I can find it. Uh-oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I'm not attracted actually, to him anymore. Actually, see if I can go get it. Um, I'm not attracted to him anymore. It's so funny but though. But you don't, you don't, I, I don't know if you want me to bring this up. Feel free to tell me to cut it out. But sure. like when you're in a relationship, you don't, you can only dream about the guy that you're with. The person that you're or like fantasize about them. Like I can't be. But like, you don't have. You don't think about like any rando person. No. And celebrities like never. Wow, that's crazy. Never. I don't think. What about you, Christina? Isn't you have weird? sex dreams. Yeah. You shy? It's okay. She, she's not shy. She's <laughs> like if anything, like she's gonna fucking blow your mind. <laughs> she's like every night, honey. Every night. No. Uh. Yes, I do. Yeah. Not every night, but frequently. Yeah. Yeah. I am actually, so I have this question that I usually ask people, like, if you're sitting at a cafe. Yeah. And 10 guys that are your your type yeah. pass by, how many of those 10 guys that would you probably, like, try to date or sleep with? I, I mean, I'm married. What you do you think, mean? If you were single, though. Probably, like, one. Yeah. I'm pretty picky. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but it's also hard to that's hard to contextualize because I've been in a relationship for so long. Yeah, that's true. Because like, let's say like, like it's more just like how many, how often do you find yourself like attracted oh, to a person? Pretty rarely. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm very frequent. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, fine. It's like right eight now. out of ten. You're like me. you're like Samantha, <laughs> yeah. and I'm more of a I'm more of a Charlotte in that yeah, regard. You're a Charlotte. Yeah. I'm a and fucking it's like, Samantha. It's both sex. It's I like love coke. Christina actually is a Samantha. <laughs> I love that. Like, I'm a Miranda with a Samantha a Mar- rising. No, you might think. No, I'm you're a Carrie. Samantha with a Miranda I also rising. found, I read that Carrie's an ENFP, and now I'm like, well, I'm really a Carrie. I'm an INFP. INFP, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the weird thing. When I was working with Michael Patrick King, he said to me, I'm a rare double Carrie, which like Ed was like, he didn't know you. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, anyone who knows you knows that you're a Miranda, maybe with a small Carrie streak. He's like, but you're a fucking Miranda. And I, I was don't like, know. A buzz Michael Patrick King tells you you're a Carrie. I think you're a Carrie, right? But I think that also 
Ed brought up an interesting point, which is that my boss probably thought he knew me or categorized me mentally in a way that was not reflective. I mean, he did. He told one guy in the room he was a burger who could not have been less of a burger. He's like the nicest fucking monogamous sweetie. And then he told this other uh, guy in the I've room, I've dated like a some burgers fucking in my dog. Day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, all uh, they're all burgers, honey. What's like most what's, of like, LA defining, is burgers. Right. What's the defining characteristic of a burger guy? Just a fuck boy. Like just like, like just he thinks he's way better than he is. He's insecure. He's a an moody artist. Do you remember that guy that texted me? Like basically just like oh yeah. I I always feel like I'm floating and I'm just like waiting to land somewhere and I'm like. Oh, you're you think you're too good for me? Like I get it. Like I like this isn't even subtle. This is like a fucking are you brick. St- are you, you still on Raya? I'm on it, but I don't scroll. My through friend it. saw Joshua Jackson on there, and now I really want to play on it. He's not holding up, baby. Do, 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 do. First of all, I, uh, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> See you in my dreams I tonight, love Casey. Your See well, in my I dreams. Mean, I always laugh about that because I literally do like eat cookies and crackers in yeah. bed. And I'm always like, I love it when I'm dating a guy and he's like, whatever. And I'm just like, you really are letting me eat cookies in your bed. They get in there. Yeah. There's no way to not oh, yeah. get You're them in the bed. You're sleeping on crumbs. Yes. Yeah. You're sleeping You're on sleeping crumbs. On, it's like literally like having a sunburn and sleeping on sand. So I. Uh, I'm terrified what's in that. Don't worry sleeve. about it. So I bought this for myself by accident. Uh-oh. I like to buy copies of my grandfather's book uh, when I can find them online. And sometimes I'm I'm looking for like autographed copies in particular. We've done um, a reveal of this already on the show because when it arrived, boy, was I uh, embarrassed and confused about why this arrived to my door. Um, but my grandfather's name was John McAleer. And I was looking for autographed copies of his book. And somehow I clicked on this and I own it. So now it's yours. Oh, baby. There's my man. copy of John Mayer in bed. There's my man. I want him to run through the halls of my high school, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him. He couldn't be more of a fuck boy. Like, literally. Like, look at the seven tattooed on his chest. Like, can you? That means something. I don't remember. I used to know. That's the one from the interview where he talks about having a racist penis, right? No, that's This is where he says the sexual napalm, right? That's Playboy. Oh, listen, look Playboy at you knowing interview. all this shit. Oh, because the Playboy interview is fucking legendary. Yeah. Like, I'll go back and read that on a Friday if listen, I'm bored. Listen, I probably would have, if the opportunity presented itself in my early 20s, would I have hooked up with him? Of course I would have. Sure. But now would I know? It, let's say I was single. Yeah. It's just I know too much now. Uh, exactly. he, he soured himself with his public image. Well, also, and I think he knows that too, and I won't even hold that against him. What I will hold against him is like this era where it's yeah. like, I, when this happened, I didn't know HPV existed. Right. Now I know about HPV. Yeah. So like there's And no I'm clean way. of it, and I've been clean of I'm, it my whole I've life. I've been my, ho- my whole life. I'm very proud of that, and I'm not looking to get it later in my 30s. And okay? by the way, that's not an HPV slam No, to not at all. It's, if anything, it's a reflection of how Catholic and slutty Sa- I feel I've been. Same. And Same. so I'm like, oh, this fucking whore over here should have HPV. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. It, everyone has it. I mean, it everyone has it. Yes. Like I've somehow avoided straight, it. No, nope. like no matter what you are, if you have a pussy, you probably have HPV like and a dick TBH. I mean, Guys I don't. But again, so cocky about that. Guys get so cocky about like, not like, having HPV. Yeah, they're like, I don't have I'm like, they don't you know that they have it. do not know. I'm like, just because you haven't had a wart on your dick, which I think is only in four strains of HPV, um, 
doesn't mean you don't have HPV. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and guess because you're so confident, you definitely fucking have HPV. I'm going to keep this in my I car and if I ever get tested <laughs> regularly. Well, yeah, but they also can't. Yeah. Like, so. No, they, no, no. I know for that. But in yeah. general. Like, oh, in general. You know. <laughs> I feel like guys I know are almost better about it than girls. Just look at this photo if you cut it here. Son, Son of, of Bin Laden. I know, right? <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, there, there's so many, like, shady things that they do with magazine covers that are, like, very low-key like that. But it'll just be, like, the person's name. And then next to it, it'll be, like, seven STDs you didn't know you could have. And if like, I saw this on Raya, I would swipe right. That's or left is when you say no, right? I was swipe left, left is left is yeah. Oh, swipe yeah, right yeah. I would swipe left on this person. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna for keep sure. this in my car though because if I ever run into him, I'm gonna go up to him and go, "Excuse me, would you like resign my yeah. autograph?" Just copy? keep it out of the sun. Good, good call. Yeah, yeah. Def- I under do the visor. I keep one of my wedding invites in my car, and if I ever run into any of the men I wanted to marry, I want them to all sign them. <laughs> And I'll add Shia this with will that. have to do yes. that. You should just have Shia sign this as well. I uh, wouldn't be mad at that idea. He's on the cover of Esquire this month. He is. Mm-hmm. I hope you have a couple stacked in your car for a special occasion. I don't, but I read it online. Okay. That counts. Um, <laughs> cheap. I'm what was cheap I gonna to buy it. What was I going to say about... I had something to say. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Oh, God. I Intro still have more Trisha Paytas shit to talk about. Well, I don't know her. I said same about a different tweet. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, unless I'm a... I mean, I could be a train wreck. Because I was talking Sorry. about... Because I was saying, like, so Trisha Paytas has her Poshmark. And which, by the way, I also died about because all of her stuff, the main reason why I haven't bought anything is it's all XL or L. So I'm like... If I'm not going to wear this and like be swimming in this tank top, I can't imagine what Jackie would look like in one of her pieces. Hey, just belt it, man. Well, I mean. get a tun- Make a tunic moment. That bread face woman has 200,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, that ain't shit. She's not, she's not pulling Paytas numbers. <laughs> is, she, is she slinging sugar bear hairs or anything? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, you like, don't know about sugar bear hair? You know sugar bear Your hair. Your woman card is fucking revoked today. What is that? Sugar it's, bear hair. Sugar oh, bear excuse hair. me. Don't, don't try to revoke one. my woman card because I don't adhere to your gender binary. Thank you. No, it's about your eye binary because do you have them? You either have eyes or you don't. What is that? Sugar bear hair is like one of the six constantly recycled Instagram ads and like Everyone does these Instagram ads. I don't look at beauty Once, stuff, so they wouldn't. It's not that beauty to me. stuff. Once it's like, do you, you follow a celebrity? Sugar no. bear hair comes. You don't follow any celebrity. Do you not, follow any like bloggers? That. No, not really. On it, you don't follow any bloggers or celebrities on Instagram. Do you really follow not. me? Yes, I do now. Do you sugar bear hair it? Do I? Hell no. Look, I responded to that. Uh. Fuck, I was all in my head about Paytas, man. I don't even know who that is, but I I she's do mom. I watch a lot of YouTube. Dude, she's my so mom. I'll check it out. Guru. Well, um, not necessarily, but I watch YouTube more than I watch TV, Hulu, hey, Netflix, everything. Yeah, I watch him a little James. bit. I I dip. Hey I dip. sisters. Yeah, I dip. I'm kind of here for James Charles. Anyway, let's uh let's get into our calls. I didn't realize that we've been gabbing for so long. I didn't either. We have good, that was we have on good me. calls. Yeah, Christina got real tied up in your lesbian I history. did. That really distracted me. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, if I ever go there, you'll be the first call I make. But yeah, all right. HB guidance. Productions, you could fucking bring it, dude. No, I'm so tired. I would do most of the work. I'm so afraid. I'm so sorry. But you would do most of the work for yeah. what? If we fought with H3, H3 no, Productions. No, no, no. If Jackie I'm like, and I were having a moment. If I, oh, God. 
Don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. You I would like, be happy for us. No, I literally can't you, picture my friends having sex. Like, I hope y'all have great sex lives. But that's I not even that might not even be what we were talking about. We just mean like, you know, hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like Getting Christina down gets up and changes the Netflix. Like, what are you talking about? We both wake up next to each other. Oh, my God. My sex dream I just had. <laughs> Tell me more. You guys both pass out to a season of uh, something. I'm a okay. personal spoon. Yeah. Yeah, everyone. Is I no, hope. I think some people like being the big spoon. Then you're just selfish. Like everyone, I'm a little spoon. You guys got. I mean, I mean, I have been so far, but what do I know? I mean, it's as a girl, it's in a I would say a heterosexual relationship. It's nice to be the. It's nice to be the little spoon, but sometimes you got a big spoon at. I feel like I big spoon sometimes. Yeah, you know what? Guys have that same I little like the spoon emotional need. strength that comes with being a big spoon. Yeah, or it's just like I'm comforting you. I'm like, holding you down. You're feeling like a small spoon right now, but you know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna bring up my part of this relationship here, and I'm gonna hold it down as big spoon. Yeah, that's where. You, that's where. Yeah. Com- that's where. Fucking. I don't know why I'm not being not just married, but a ministry to of of sorts to all of my married friends, letting them know. You know what? Sometimes you gotta show up as the big spoon. You may not want to be the big spoon, but that's what partnership is. You know what? Fuck Write big spoon. Down. I'm gonna be a ladle, man. <laughs> I'm going to go full ladle. I think you should ladle the <laughs> shit out of Adam tonight. Let's find out what that looks like. Anyway, uh, let's I take our- I have pictures on my phone. <laughs> oh my God. Just kidding, let's I don't. Take, let's take the phone calls. Hey, Malls. Hey, Christina and guests. Hi, Wags. This is Chelsea calling from Brooklyn. I'm 35. I lived alone for like eight years. Moved in with my bestie like about six months ago. We were like, we can figure everything out. If there's any issue, we'll talk it out. But now I'm finding that, like, I don't want to talk to her about everything. Like, I'm exhausted from talk couples therapy in in a shallow way. That's what it feels like. Um, I'm finding when I come home, like, I just want to hide in my room. I'm a cancer. She's a Leo. I love her to death, but I just didn't want to be that cliche where your best friend, living with your best friend, ruins a relationship. So please advise. Love you guys. So she did add in her email, please feel free to drag me for being 35 and living with a roommate. Okay, thank, that's where I was going to start. Chelsea, you're a moron. Like, <laughs> just, can I just be honest with you? What the fuck were you thinking? Like, it's not like this isn't the sort of thing where you're like, I'm going to defy the odds. I'm going to put my whole living situation at risk as well as my best friendship. Like, this is a very youthful mistake. And, you you know, you're a year older than me. But, you know, me. Brooklyn rent, though. She's That's probably what I trying I don't to give save a some shit. money. I get that. Like, I you don't know what her job situation Move her ass changed. out to New Rochelle. Okay, I don't give a shit what she's saying. You don't put, there are a lot of, get someone off Craigslist. Like, literally, this is a twofer. Because not only are you upsetting your living situation, but that's your best friend. I had a very, very good friend that I lived with for a long time. Not my best friend, but one of my really good friends. And I love Sarah, but I was literally thinking yesterday to myself, there's one thing in my life I do not miss about living with Sarah, which is finding a really fucking long blonde hair in my ass crack after the shower. Because, like, her 
How did I get there? I don't know. Like literally when you live with someone, their hair is just fucking everywhere. Yeah. And it puts a test in a strain on your relationship where you become aware of everyone's habits to their fucking masturbatory habits to like when they eat to when they wake up to when they like, you know, come home drunk. What are they like when they're on a date? What is it like when you guys have friends and family in town? It It is a huge fucking intrusive thing. Not to mention that like everyone just gets sick of someone like thinking thinking about like growing up, for example, like. Were there days that you just fucking hated everyone in your house and like you wanted to die and just lock yourself in a room and like never see any of them again? I'm nodding. I'm nodding. There's a yeah, reason why homes have doors and it's because there is a there is something so fucking intrusive about sharing a space with someone. It's why homes have walls. It's why they have doors. It's why they have separate rooms. It's because people need their own private space. Now that you go ahead and risk your friendship on top of already putting yourself in this notoriously difficult situation of getting along with anyone full time, especially someone that you don't have like a blood relation to. No, I don't know why you did it. Plus Leo's suck. (laughs) Leo's are canceled. Sorry. Leo's are fucking canceled. Y'all are canceled. That means you, Fiona, my cousin, like all of you, you're all fucking canceled because here's the thing. I have now dated three Leo's who have emotionally tortured me. Okay. I really have thought maybe there's a window. I think, you know, the first up until about August 8th, I could fuck with a Leo. They're all fucking broken. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Do you remember my, uh, my traumatic old friendship? Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally a Leo. So I actually really relate to this call because I'm a cancer and my dad is a Leo. And so, like, I've oh, had that. Oh, well, m- Willie's not <laughs> canceled. I can't cancel <laughs> Willie. I mean, but he has his negative traits, too. Like, the stubbornness. The, yeah. like, that you little- canceled, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> the ego. Like, it, as a cancer, you feel a lot. So that can be really, really, like, a lot to take on. And I also deal with, like, as an introvert, like, being sucked of energy all day. Yeah. And working in an office and needing to come home and just be quiet. And that can be hard when you live with your best friend. Because they might want to be, like, chatty if they're an extrovert or just, like, a different sign. But, like, you need to get re-centered and maybe, like, explaining that to your roommate. Like, hey, I'm in the office dealing with people. That's really, like, draining for me. I need time to, like, alone decompress. and decompress. Yeah. And so just, like, be upfront about how you handle things. What be upfront about are, your needs. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, otherwise they're going to take that information as personal. Like, oh, she doesn't want to talk to me. When the reality is, like, you just need time away to, like... Be alone and recharge. Can we, okay, can I talk about the thing that sucks about Leo's the most for me as a Capricorn? And I want to hear about how this plays in with you. So Capricorns are potentially smaller dreamers, but they set attainable goals and they get them. Like it's about from the minute there is a dream, it's about the execution on the way to that dream and the assessment about whether or not that dream is realistic. With Leos, they build and build and build and build. And in my relationship experiences with Leos, it's everything from like, we should go on this vacation or someday when this happens or when this happens or blah, blah, blah. And it's a lot of like um, what a Capricorn would view as like a promise, uh, like a verbal agreement is like their idea. It's like them like brainstorming on like what an ideal life would be. And they're much less likely to actually put a plan into action. So like those are two fucking fundamentally adverse qualities. And the only way that Leos and Capricorns could possibly work together is if the Leo bats off the the ambitious stream or whatever to the Capricorn and then the Capricorn starts to execute it. But Leos are not executors, which is why – or finishers really, which is something I've noticed with Cancers too. 
my mom's a cancer. You sometimes are not great at finishing what you start. Uh, where would that like play in for you? Because that personality trait, which by the way, I'm picking up on her. It's like she started this thing, but she's like, I don't actually want to do the work. And it's like, that's nice of you to recognize that, that you don't want to do the work. But guess what? You already signed up for it. So you have to finish this out. Like it's either the end of the lease is going to come naturally or this could get really fucking sour really fast if you, you know, because this is like your actual living situation and your friends. So like when you bring in that tension, when you introduce that level of tension, you're basically, I mean, that's a, that's just fucking pot waiting to boil over, dude. Well, I'm going to say to your point, I know that a a Capricorn in a Leo relationship can work because my mom's a Capricorn. (laughs) so like the biggest problem i anticipate with them is like both signs are very stubborn yeah and so like i am uh, growing up i became like a little bit of a mediator yeah (laughs) just because like i can move them on their points did you see that though that like maybe your dad was more of a dreamer or like a hypothetical person and then your mom was an actor yeah she my mom is definitely like an actor yeah she's the one who like is the action person where it's like, Oh, someday I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that definitely plays a role in it. Yeah. But, um, I think first you need to be emotionally honest and open about like how you process things in life and, you know, see how that works after you are honest with that and see that impacts your relationship, your relationship in a positive way. Yeah. And then, yeah, maybe just writing it out until the lease is over. Living with somebody's fucking hard, man. It is. Especially the older you are because the more selfish you get as you age because you're used to being by yourself and doing things your way. And so- also you're allowed to have that. Selfish is like a, a nasty connotation. Like it's like selfish sounds bad, but it's actually quite okay to like have preferences for your life after, especially after a certain age. Yes. I mean, especially if you're alone, like you live alone. Yeah. You have your space, you have your things. So this is good. This was a shakeup and now she's feeling the shakeup. Yeah. So I like what Christina said. You got to talk to her. You're like, you know what? I need to chill sometimes. So I'm going to go in my room and close the door and turn on my music. You know, I'm going to listen to that Lana Del Rey album. Maybe I'm going to flick my bean a little bit. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> I need to do. But can yeah, you give me some time? Um, okay. Here's a question, though. I just thought that it. was funny. I know we've been talking a lot about, like... Um, and no, yeah. you know what? I don't know. I was really on one last week, so I, I really have mine coming to me. But uh, I really do. I was a, a trash person uh, for the previous two episodes of the show. Um Here's my. Just <laughs> like made a satisfied like. Mm. Uh, okay, you didn't say what the actual problems are, so I will throw this out to you. You're not in like a fucking polyamorous pod with this bitch. Like you don't need to have that much of a processing conversation. Like I don't really know what you think you need to be talking about, but if it's little shit, just like, what are you doing? I was looking at that cookie purse. Oh, that's for my Cookie Monster Halloween outfit. Uh, I had to do that to my cleaning lady, unless you want it. No, uh, I'm no interest in it. So, um, you guys seem to really share a lot of stuff. You and oh, Martha, lady. yeah, <laughs> like she, her whole family knows me. She calls her. She calls like her friends will be like, "Where'd you get that shirt?" She's like, "My favorite store, Molly's Closet." Uh, <laughs> She shops at my store, uh, meaning I give her a trash bag of stuff every time she comes over. I like that name for a store. Molly's Me too. Closet. Um, so 
Yeah, I just don't know, like, to the extent of which you think you need to talk about things. Because really, it's, like, about setting up a system. Like, Sarah always did the dishes. I did the majority of the cooking. I kind of took the lead. I was, like, the man of the house. Like, I was always like, fuck, why do I have to do this? But, like, really, like, meanwhile, I never... I never washed a dish, but like if the doorbell rang, that was my job to go answer it. And I knew that Sarah literally would let someone die on our porch. I think <laughs> I always had to go answer the door if it was someone or like bring mail up or whatever. That was my that was like my job in the house. Um, I think I agree with that. You have to set some jobs. We have jobs in my house. What's your job? I mean, we both have jobs, you know, I get the mail. I'm the mail guy. Yeah, you know Nick. What is that? What's Adam's job? Uh, he fixes things. Yeah, which he always says I should be fixing things because he doesn't like when I'm like, just fix it. You're the guy, which I kind of agree with. Like, but kind of it's fun to like no, play wifey sometimes. Yeah, you I, know. Yeah, they keep the mystery alive. Baby. Yeah, go you know. fix that. I don't care how it's fixed. Just fix it. Right. Maybe I'll get a beige later. That's the kind of thing I'm willing to fix. But this is the... And then I'll pee on you. Yeah, but also take the fucking trash out. I need a guy that's got to take that trash out. I take out the trash. Oh, I can't be bothered. I don't like doing that. I do a lot of things. Yeah. I run a house, honey. Yeah, you do. I run a house. Take care of the chooch. I take care of the chooch. I cook. Why do you hate me? He's just being vocal. He's gay bashing you. I told you. He's got some, he's got some uh, elite homophobia. Wags. Chuchi isn't racist or she loves everyone. Not on trans day, Wags. <laughs> Not in my house. What if I was trans? I mean, I think you'd also know. Like, have you felt like a man your Never. whole life? But I like, but no, I it's like just like the you, idea of it, you know? I'm not laughing at being trans. I'm just laughing I'm at not, the idea of I'm not of saying I like the idea of being trans. That's Jackie. not what I said. I said I like the idea of like, I love playing men. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's different. That's like stuff. that's like gender performance. That's like drag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what I meant to say. See you at DragCod, girl. By the way, are we going to DragCod? We should. Yeah. I was going to say, like, let's get our ticks and go. It's going to be huge. Make a year. weekend of it. Let's, like, literally, like, get a hotel downtown and make a weekend <laughs> of it. I'm not kidding. Do you want to see if we can find, like, a cheap hotel? I don't know. I don't know if that's – I have a lot going on in my budget right now, so. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um. All right, you guys. I, I – you know, Chelsea, figure it out. Just like, or call back with more information. But like, literally, you put yourself in this situation. Set up a soft, set up a a launch, basically. Like, you're gonna leave at the year mark of your lease. Well, talk to your roommate first and explain how you process things. I think that's like when you leave stuff up for interpretation, people can interpret things wrong. It's just like it's really lazy sounding to be like, I thought I, I knew I was gonna have to talk, but I don't want to do that. That sounds so lazy. Like, listen to me say that. That sounds fucking lazy. Like, it's just weird. I don't know. Anyway, I have to go blow my nose. Chelsea, figure it out. Uh, We'll take our next call. Hi, Molly. My name is Bailey. I'm in Austin. I uh, separated from my husband six months ago. He is currently experiencing some severe back pain, which is obviously not my problem. A few minutes ago, 10 minutes exact, he messaged me and said, I just remembered I bought you a magic wand, a Hitachi magic wand, originally designed for, all caps, massaging hard-to-reach muscles. (laughs) He then asked me, may I borrow it, please? My estranged husband is asking to borrow 
my vibrator. What should I say? Again, this is Bailey in Austin, Texas. My husband just asked to borrow my vibrator. We are no longer together. What the fuck? I hope she sent that motherfucker an Amazon link, baby. Get your own damn vibrator. What are you trying to use yours for, you cheap-ass motherfucker? They're like $32. Go to Walgreens. Okay. Get your life together. You're pathetic. Can I just want to back this up and say that I don't know the circumstances of you and your husband split, why you split. You didn't say anything, but... The Hitachis are like $80. I will start off... They have one at Walgreens that's very comparable, I've heard. Uh... I will say... (laughs) I've heard, allegedly. Allegedly. I will say that you started this call off with something that I, as a person with chronic neck and back pain my entire fucking life, who, to the point where I didn't even think I could really feel pain anymore until this week, um, I will say that you start out by saying, like, my husband has really bad back pain and it's not my problem. Maybe part of the reason why you guys are in such a hostile situation might have to do with the fact that your husband is in chronic pain. I just want to throw that out there. Does that mean that you uh, have made a mistake in divorcing him? I don't know the details. But again, I will say, have a little bit of sensitivity to that because it's a lot when someone's living in chronic pain. That's like, that is a, that is something that you need to, if you have not experienced it, you do not know it. Sounds like he's getting desperate. Like, oh, I'm in so much pain. I need my my wife's vibrator. And it does also feel. That's a dark point to get to. So that 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 brings up two points where this could go. So now things have become so petty between you. It's about literally the dollar amount where he's like, I spent money on that. I you're already going to take half my money. I want my goddamn. I want my 50 percent custody of that vibrator. Now, he should know that. Typically, those things are classified as personal massagers because they don't want to be like, yo, fucking get off with this thing. Remember that scene in Sex in the City? Uh, no. Where Samantha returned her, oh. her massager. Oh, yeah, her personal massager, yeah. 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 And then she uses it for Miranda's baby, remember? Oh, yeah. Not to massage the baby. Let's get it right. To get that To get, that, to get uh, the chair to wiggle. Movement. Yes. You know, here's the thing is that God damn it. Get Wax many... could use a, a Hitachi one massager. I'm trying to get his name Samantha girlfriend, Jones Chooch, And that's why he's he's like being like, you smell like my ex, bitch. Well, I never bring Chooch <laughs> because I know that I figured that would cause some problems, but maybe it's no, me. No, I mean, I think that Wax is looking back on their, their brief love affair and he's feeling some feelings about it. You know what? It's springtime. He's probably horned up, even though he doesn't have balls anymore. I think Wax gets very emotionally horned up, uh, like your ex-husband. Um... Listen, I, uh, I mean, I would just tell him like, yo, like, you know, I put this on my pussy, right? Like, yeah. Like, I don't think you could wash that out. Like, I don't think that like you could wash out where this has been. And like, if you, I mean, if you like, I don't know, like tell him to set up an Amazon wish list and maybe if you get around to it, you'll buy him a new one. I don't know. Or maybe tell him to go hang out with the sharper image. He needs to go buy his own. Does the sharper he image needs, still exist? He needs to go by his own. That's all there is to That's it. That's also not really going to help him. Like, if you've ever... I feel like he's desperate. It's either he's desperate or he's trying to, like... You know when an ex keeps hovering around and, like, oh, I need to pick this up or whatever? It's like, no, he's just trying to see you. He's just trying to stay in your life. He's just trying to keep that hanging on, you yeah. know? For control or whatever. 
He's just trying to get a piece of you. Exactly. It's not like you own, like, you have thousands of dollars worth of, like, his personal fucking belongings. He's literally grasping at straws, being like, so how about that vibrator I right. bought you eight years no, ago? No, honey. It's it's preoccupied. Buy one. Send him an Amazon link. Get your life together. Sorry you're in pain, but, like, move on, buddy. But let's also think about the reality of this, which is that if he did buy his own one, I don't know how much relief that would That's bring him. That's what I'm saying. That's not get the that return right. policy. No, you're gonna be it has nothing that to do. It has nothing to do. <laughs> it's not gonna work for him. He's just trying to get a piece of you. There's other things that are even probably less expensive. You could probably get some sort of like neck massager or something on Amazon on a deal day. They have. You should all those try deals. a spunk mat. What's Send that? him a link to the spunk mat. Any Natchez listeners listening know about the spunk. Okay. What's that? S P O O N K. They're acupressure. Mask. By the way, I want to tell you, I've been using the Tossie for fucking years, and it's the it's best the thing best to exist, thing ever. right? Yeah. I like. I'm obsessed. It with changed it. my life. I can't believe I never gave you one. I used to give them away to like everyone. I, they're such a good present. It's the best. The gift that keeps giving. If you guys don't know what the Tossie is, it's like if you I feel like you guys are speaking a totally foreign language. You might actually. You would love you, it, Christina. You've seen me wear mine. It's like that it's a Terry Clark hand, for your head. headband that I wear. So it gets like if you have just like. Let's say you just got a blowout or let's just say you regular ass don't want to get your hair wet or have hair in your face. It's like a terry cloth band that is like um, it's soft. So it has like two. I don't. It's kind of like a tube. Basically, it's like a tube top for your hair and it cradles your hair so it doesn't mess it up. So you can wear I wear it when I wash my face and do face masks. Yeah. And it if you if I just use a regular like scrunchie or something, there'll be a kink in my hair or my bangs won't be held back. Or if I want to take a bath after I had a blow dry, I will like tuck all my hair into the back part of it and just like because, you know, sometimes if you take a bath, like you're just like, what if a little bit gets on my shoulders or whatever? I'll like take a bath like right after getting a blow dry occasionally. So I'm like, I just want to make sure I'm extra crispy. Yeah. Anyway, tossies are on Amazon. Bad, bad, and beyond. I don't know, man. I think you know that this whole fucking thing is bizarre. It's it's about the vibrator, but it's not about the vibrator. To quote uh, Vanderpump Rules, it's not about the pasta. It's a but it's about the pasta. Um, I just I think that this has a lot of moving parts. The only thing I will tell you that actually the thing that left like the biggest bad taste in my mouth about this phone call was really kind of like the insensitivity you came in with on the back pain. And I understand. I will that say that we all laughed. about. Oh, yeah. We all laughed about the vibrator. But like. No, she goes, which is not really my problem. We all Oh, laughed. I didn't laugh at that. Oh. I was like kind of like, oof. Oh, never mind. Oh. I didn't either. <laughs> no, you're allowed to laugh. I just will tell. I laughed. Yeah. Oh, okay. you guys are yeah. totally laughed. I personally did not laugh. And I'll tell you why. I was laughing why. at how like blunt. That's what like. I'm saying. Yeah. Me too. I laughed at the tone. It was a very comedic. Like, well done joke. But this is this is the thing with this, ready? And I don't know if that was for... I don't know if that was for our benefit or if I you just... I feel like it was. It felt like she was pandering to us. I'll just say either way. Well, if you're pandering to me, then you should know that I have the chronic neck and back pain. But I will say that if, if you came in with a little bit of sensitivity and said, my husband, my ex-husband, not a great guy, but he has crippling back pain or something, I'd be like, okay, I see your point. Instead, this just sounds like you're like, you've completely emotionally removed yourself from the fact that this man allegedly lives in chronic pain. So I don't know if he's working on an oil rig or something. What the fuck's going on there? Austin, maybe it's a tech job. He's been in a seat for 12 years. I just, it's not about the vibrator. No matter what this is, it's not about the vibrator. I would put, I would tell your divorce lawyer this, by the way. This 100%. is absolutely something that you 100%. Could, you could use this, this is as leverage. 
absolutely something you put in that divorce document. I told my mom when she was getting divorced, I was like, I know you're not even thinking of the actual shit that you could use here to leverage. I was like, these are the, th-. she's like, really? You think I can say that? I'm like, yeah, bitch. That's like some page one shit. Like you want to grip the reader? Like here is some stuff that you wouldn't like, you can get to all like the little like details, the little pokey, like, you know, he owes me this for that. I owe him this for this. You get it to that later. Let's open with some real grippers. Like what happened on that vacation eight years ago or that one thing that was said at Thanksgiving that really like fucked everyone up. Like those are the things you hope. That's the opening paragraph. Don't bury the lead. You got to start with. My husband has been so petulant throughout this process that he literally asked for co-ownership of my vibrator. Like that is wild. That shows a judge how petty this guy is. A hundred percent. And also confused about like the issue, about like what what a vibrator is, why you might need one, what what the purpose of it is in your life. Like literally no one has ever bought a Hitachi Magic One for any purpose other than to get off. None. If they did, then they're no in one like, ever if, has. If ever. they did, it probably took them twenty minutes to figure out the actual it's, use. And of then it. they ended up sliding <laughs> it down, sliding it down. Oh, okay. I can I tell you though, the worst fucking thing I've ever seen on Snapchat. I'm like going through my snaps one day. All of a sudden, I see some girl with like a Hitachi magic wand towards her face, flicks it on, and then she like puts it off screen, and I'm like. I don't need this. Like, I this is what I don't get dick pics. I get girls sending me videos of them about to masturbate. I get girls blowing lines of oxy. I get, this like, is why I, I got off Snapchat. I don't. It I, got dark. It got like it got too dark for me. But like, I love that old malls can't get a dick pic. But instead, I get the most intimate. Like, if you thought a dick pic was intimate, <laughs> let me top you. Malls Army knows how to top a dick pic somehow. They'll cut you to the core. Um, I don't know, man. Any any final thoughts on this? This is like hilarious, but I feel bad for everyone involved. Where are y'all staying? It's expensive to get divorced. She's in Texas. I know she's in Austin. I'm thinking yeah. about the city's layout where <laughs> where they're staying. Oh, I met some of your friends in Austin. Who? I want to say Ben. I don't remember. Oh, Leah and Ben. Yes. Oh my they god, Leah, Leah and I have the matching Olsen twins tattoos. They came up to my. They came to my meetup. She is, Leah is, Leah, Ben is very sweet. That's her boyfriend. I don't know him super well, but Leah and I have matching Olsen twins tattoos. She's like my, she's like one of, honestly, like we met at a meetup and then I went back. That was the weekend Stevie died. And like, if I didn't have Leah there, I would have fallen apart as a fuck. She's like one of my favorite people in the entire universe. Shouts Leah. Um, okay. Oh, by the, I hear like so many people tell me they love Natch Butte all the time. Um, let's take another call. And uh, let's do that. Okay. Hi, Malls, Christina, and Wags. This is Haley. And I'm sorry it's taking me so long to resend this to y'all. My classes have gotten really crazy. But um, so what I said in my last message, and I'll try to keep it shorter this time, was first of all, I really appreciate y'all's podcast because I'm from a very conservative area. I live in Arkansas. And it's just a breath of fresh air to like hear y'all's opinions and the way y'all talk about things. But my question is... So I just recently got out of a pretty abusive year-long relationship. Um, I'm living on my own for the first time with my dog and my cat. Um, And I've tried to get around and get out dating a little bit, but I've noticed that it just always ends up causing more stress in my life. So 
I was wondering if y'all have any advice or, you know, an ass-chewing for somebody who has always been in a relationship and is trying to just, like, be okay on my own now for a little while. But thank y'all so much. Bye. Okay, well, Christina's going to look up the etymology of ass-chewing to see if there's perhaps a more nuanced definition than the one that Jackie and I came to. Wags, come here. But um, listen, I'll tell you this. I find that people get into trouble emotionally or feel like there's a headache with dating when they overinvest too early. Um, You need to be going out on lots of dates with lots of different people. I get really fucking weirded out when I go on a Tinder date with someone or I'm about to go on a Tinder date with someone and they're texting me like, oh, I hope you still want to go out. Or even when some guy yesterday told me he listened to Please Advise and then he Googled me and I was like, first of all, if you listen to Please Advise, I don't think there's been an episode in which I say I hate it when I'm about to go out with someone and they Google me. I think it's so fucking tacky. Well, also to tell you is even weirder. I think the people get into a confessional nature or they think that it's so commonplace that they just like tell you or maybe that you'd even be flattered by it. People could be really dense and be like, wow, like maybe she'll know I liked her so much I Googled her. Um, But I find it very common to or slash even just disturbing when you haven't even got out with someone and they're like worried you're going to stand them up and they're like worried that you're not going to like them because it's something they said on text message. To me, I'm just like, this means you don't date properly in your own life. This means that you are overinvested in me. You either need to be swiping more or all I know now is that I'm clearly the only girl you've matched with like ever because you're treating me like I'm some like fucking prize we haven't even met. Like I literally could terrorize you and you don't know that I won't do that. Um, and I think that that is it's to me, it sounds like you might not have enough saturation in your life if it's giving you a headache. It shouldn't there should be no drama in first stage dating. There, you, there's nothing to invest in. So why would there be drama? I think it's because she's out of her comfort zone. She's used to being in a relationship and now she's on her own. And, you know, it is kind of weird to put yourself out there and start dating again. And I think she's feeling some of that. And And she was leaving a really bad situation. Right. So it's hard to get back out there for sure. I guess the only thing that I can't relate to with that is that after I got out of a really bad situation I was in and I got on Tinder for the first time, I was so fucking excited to see... If like if I played out in a different scenario, I'd got really used to the idea that this person and I were going to be together and I'd even like started to convince myself like this is it for me. Like if it's not this, then what will it ever be? And the whole point of like Tinder being exciting for me was like I was like, oh, guys actually like want to date me like this isn't over for me. I'm not like used goods. So um, I don't know how often you meet people. Maybe it's like. Maybe it's about having a little bit more of an exploratory nature because it is a pretty light thing. Like odds are you and whoever you meet are not going to get along like long term. There's not a relationship match there. You may never speak again. That's okay. Like that is what meeting a random and having a drink is all about. So like if you can put on your like writer hat or your investigative journalist hat or whatever it is that, you know, just like a curious person hat, just think about it like you're like you go out to dinner with a bunch of friends and there's someone there that you don't know. Like the kind of questions you would ask that person to want to understand how they fit into your world. Um, I really like having a drink with a stranger. I don't think it's that. For me, it's not weird. 
Because it's like, well, if I see you again or not, this was at least a unique experience. I think people get afraid of like, if they like it and then they never hear from the person again. Like That's what's scary. Well, that's why you have to date a lot of people so you don't invest. Yeah, but a lot of people don't – like maybe she's not at a point or like maybe a lot of people don't date a lot of people. They get, they're get they like serial monogamers. Okay, so well, like that well, no, I mean, you don't happens. have to fuck everyone. I mean the point is, is that I, I try and say to all my friends who are in this place, set yourself up for a challenge. Two drinks a week with two different people. Like doesn't mean you have to like stay and camp out the night. I don't I don't kiss on the first date. I don't do anything. Like no guy has ever come to my place on like a second or third date even. Like I my house and my dog and like my world are very sacred to me and I protect that. Um I think with the first date, it really could be like, you know, you stop in for happy hour after work and you get a drink. And so there's like there's no investment at that point. Like you're really just stopping and having a happy hour drink right but for you like that social situation is easy to navigate but there are other social situations that might be difficult for you to navigate that people find really easy well that's why you have to challenge yourself for it right like, but that's I'm just why saying, it's like i understand a, the struggle of it i understand the struggle of it too like i mean i don't want to go to the gym twice a week either but if like my goal was to have like a fucking hot summer bod and i wasn't going to the gym i wouldn't complain about it if you want to date then fucking date and like know that it's not easy for everybody but like no, neither for me like it wouldn't be like going to the gym and if you if you don't want a hot summer bod like don't fucking go to the gym if you want a date you have to go on fucking dates that is what it is and i want dates and a hot summer bod you can have all that the time it's about showing up for two dates a week and that's why i always say to people i have a lot of friends that get over invested they have a drink and they're just like, it, you don't celebrate an audition. Like, it's like literally like being new to L.A. and be like, I have a commercial audition today. Well, guess what, honey? You're going to have commercial auditions and you're going to show up and there's going to be 700 people there. You're going to wait for six hours. You're probably not going to get, actually, you are definitely not going to get the job. But so like, there's no reason to celebrate. There's no reason to celebrate till the fucking Check is cleared, and I apply that same analogy to a relationship. You're going to have to try a lot of things. And, like, just because you even like each other or go on a second, third, and fourth date, that doesn't mean that you got the job. You have to – that's why it's, like, you don't go to one audition and then just sit at home in your closet waiting for that call to come in saying you got the job. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. No, but I have friends that do that in dating where they go on one date and they're just, like – sweating it and i'm like dude i haven't i haven't had that kind of energy for people i've been in a six-month relationship with like how are you bringing this much energy to a two-date situation that's comes with experience i think yeah maybe or sometimes people are just gonna always be nervous in that situation and they just so have what to do you recommend with it. i don't think i don't know if that's the problem you know what i mean i think that Maybe what's coming into her life is what she's putting out. And so there's a time that she needs for like self-assessment to get into a good place. And like maybe that will reward itself in bringing in someone That's good. what I think too. Well, if it's bringing in drama, then yeah, probably. Yeah, like, she just left a very dramatic situation. It's yeah. no wonder she's bringing in drama. Like, she, yeah. like her relationships well, are bringing in drama. Well, that's definitely true. I think true. that's the heart yeah. of the, That might be the heart of the issue here. You're going to wind up being a punisher if you're not in a place to date. Yeah, but some people can't be honest with themselves like that. 
Yeah. You know, they just are lonely and they want companionship without asking. And I'm not accusing oh, the father of this. Oh, I did that. I did but, that. But uh, without sure. asking if they're even a good partner. And so, like, I think for me, I think the heart of the issue is, like, what are you what are you putting out that you're getting this back? Yeah. Not that she's, like, inexperienced in dating and needs to date more. I think just focus on yourself. Get sleep. Be kind to yourself. Maybe join a class or find something fun to go out and do once a week you, you wanted to always do. Like, do something fun for yourself. You're right. Dating's not therapy. Like, that doesn't take the place of that in any way. So if you feel like you need to do self-work, I think that that's definitely a huge component because you're not going to find anything lasting Yeah. if you are if you still have a lot of emotional energy for that last relationship that you need to burn off. She also said, like, this is the first time that she's living on her own. And so, like, that can be quite an adjustment. And to find yourself who who you are on your own, you know, like, who finding your own identity, knowing who you are reflects on the partners that you select. For sure. You really kind of come from a solid place before you start putting yourself out there. Also, straight up, don't get pets with someone that you've been dating for a year. Like, that's just (laughs) – now you have a cat and a dog that you thought probably at the time you were going to be – have a co-ownership with. And – now you have two pets to take care of, a struggling dating life, and you're living in a world of emotional pain. I also wonder, like, how quickly uh, the me. relationships are getting really, like, intense or really committed. Like, maybe you want to, like, try being a little bit less, uh, like, more casual with it or at least, like, a little ease into the relationship before, like, you know, I, don't, I feel like we're missing some details here in terms what of, like, What is up with this dog? Why out. is he crying? something wrong with him i don't know what's wrong with him did you did you have trouble dating jackie ever did you or were you always just so like extroverted that it didn't i mean i was such a late bloomer that i didn't really start dating until a lot of you know i didn't date in high school but no i kind of always had a boyfriend for most of my adult life only in pockets was i single and when i did i would date as much as i could and and then I met Adam seven. I met Adam like eight months, nine months after my last relationship. And then yeah. I was with him for seven years now. So How did you guys meet? At a party. I've met all my all my boyfriends in pub, like in friends of a friend situations. Were you I never guys met together like pretty much right away, you and Adam? Like, uh, yeah, like two or three weeks in. He said boyfriend and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, this yeah. is real. Mm-hmm. When did you know it was like, that's it? Pretty s- I mean, I liked him a lot. I think I you're a romantic a in that I think Jackie might be like me where it's like anyone you're with, you're like, oh, yeah, this is like my person. Like, I mean, have you ever been with someone where you're like, probably not going to marry them? I mean, I kind of had a feeling with the one before Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you were also incredibly devoted to him. Yeah. But I'm just a really good partner. Yeah. I'm just a very loyal, good friend. And I'm yeah. a really, really, really good girlfriend. Like. Y'all, he lucked out. Like, he fucking lucked True out. True life. I have to say, I have a good girlfriend. I know that about me. I am a good girlfriend. Yes. I'm very, like, giving and... I give everything. To the point that that's actually probably that's what not I was just being gonna say. a good girlfriend. <laughs> because it's like, I... You're like, putting yourself out a little bit I put bit myself... I put them before me always. Always. Which is something that I'm working on. And it builds, like... It can like, build a lot of things. I will stand my ground in a relationship and like the guy will be like, yeah. And I'll be like, aren't you like, I just made a decision. Yeah. And, like the guy will be like, yeah, you should make decisions. And I'm like, 
oh, okay, cool. Glad we're on the same page. Like, I'm very proud of myself for like being an individual in my relationships now, like to the point that it's maybe a little bit embarrassing that I'm like, you can skew the other way really fast if you're not careful. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, in like, whenever you self, not you specifically, but whenever you, like a person self corrects, you can, it, it can ten- have for a tendency sure. to overcorrect. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. In my first, when you're first two, like, like sussing it out. Yeah. My first like two little relationships I had after my last gigantic big breakup, um, I was so selfish. I was such a bad person. And this is the other thing to Haley is that like, girl, when I tell you that but the regrets I have in life, they are not, they're not many like true regrets, but I do feel really badly about the way that I've treated at least like one guy I've dated just because I was being purely selfish. I was being completely selfish. I was dating for the sake of my own ego. I'm so sick. I have to go. <laughs> Can we wrap this up? You guys, thank you so much for listening. This is episode 150. 160. 160? Oh, hell yeah. Jackie, thank you so much for being here. Listen to Jackie's podcast, Match Butte. Girl, um, I love the theme song. <laughs> Jackie, six-year-old theme song. I did an episode. So many people. She's done so many episodes. Cameron Esposito. You know I went to college with yeah. her, right? Is that mm-hmm. wild? Yeah. Um, I heard, I've listened to her episode of Please Advise. Yeah, I I have listened to every episode of Natch Butte that I can so far. And there's so many fucking good guests. It's so interesting because every episode takes its own shape. Stephen Ray Morris did Jackie's show as well. So if you want to go back and listen to some of those episodes, he was a guest. Have you read a drag queen on? Um, Recently I did, sort of. I had a, I had a YouTube or like a star Instagram person. Wags is having a fucking meltdown, you guys. Thanks for listening. Check the episode description for any other information on Jackie Watt, but also go back and listen to her old apps. She is a fan fave and a Moll's fave and a Christina fave. Wags, I don't, we don't really know what's going on with him today, but you guys, thank you so much. 323-450-7408. 323-450-7408. Call the show and we will answer your questions. Thanks. I'm so sorry I'm sick. Bye. <laughs>